So let me share with you today what the Lord has put in my heart today in a message entitled, This Day We Raise Up an Ebenezer. This Day We Raise Up an Ebenezer. It's a very unusual sermon, but bear up with me and let me explain to you what it means because once you grasp this, it will change your entire trajectory of your life. And what I'm going to share to you is actually part one of a biology of messages. Three years ago, I shared a trilogy of message, right? So, so this year, I'm going to share two. So there's no such thing as biology of message, okay? It's, it's, so uh, today is just part one. And then next week, uh, it's going to be part two of the same trend of thought. So uh, if you still want to hear the part two, you come on the first Sunday of, of the new year. Alright, uh, turn with me to 1 Samuel, chapter 7, verse 1 to 15, if you have a Bible. Uh, turn with me to 1 Samuel, chapter 7. If you not, you just, uh, well, I'm very kind, you know, I, I put it all on the, on, the, on, the, on the screen. Let me read the first four verses first, alright, and then I explain to you the context of where I got the title of my sermon. 1 Samuel chapter 7, beginning from verse 2. It was a long time, 20 years in all, that the Ark of the Covenant remained at Carius Jerim, and all the people of Israel moaned and sought after the Lord. The Ark of the Covenant represents the presence of God. The preceding chapters tells us what happened during probably one of the darkest pages of Israel's history when the Ark of the Covenant was captured by the enemy, the Philistines. Now, the Ark has returned back to Israel, but it was kept at Kareth Jerim, at the fringe of the country. In the country, but not at the center. 20 years. The Ark of the Covenant was kept at Kareth Jerim, and the Bible says, a long time. For 20 years. That's why the children of Israel moan. Why? Because in a sense, they had God and yet they don't have God. They had only a part of God because the ark was at the fringe, not at the center. That's why they moaned and sought after the Lord. After 20 years, and Samuel then said to the whole house of Israel, where was Samuel during those 20 years? He was there, but he kept quiet. Why? Because the people had to cry out for God. If you and I do not cry out for God, he will always remain at the fringe, never at the center of your life. So Samuel said in verse 3, if you, and it's very important, and I say this to you SIBKL, both in the auditorium 
in the lobby, and in Sang too. In the coming year, after all that has happened this year and the previous years, when you had a sampling of the presence of God in your life, and you know and you know that you need more of Him, but something in your life has obstructed you from going further, and here is a condition. The prophet Samuel said, and here I also say to you, if you are returning to the Lord with all your hearts, if not, forget it. If you don't mean business with God, then forget it. Let God continue to be at the fringe of your life. He's there and not there. That's all there is. And don't complain, huh? Because it's your choice. And so Samuel said, if you are returning to the Lord, and I say this to you, SIBKL, at the close of a decade, in a short while, we're going to usher in a new decade, the 2020s. If you want to return to the Lord with all your heart, what must you do? And I will repeat it again in a short while. Three things. First of all, rid yourselves of the foreign gods. Number two, commit yourselves to the Lord. Number three, you serve Him only. Three things. And I will repeat it again and again as we close this year. If you want to return to the Lord with all your heart, number one, you rid yourself of your allegiance to other gods, small g, eh? the gods of materialism, the gods of pleasure, the gods of whatever it is that held you back from committing yourself deeper to God. And number two, it's a remove and a replace principle. You re-read yourself and now you replace it and commit yourself to God and not only commit yourself to God, you serve Him. Wow. Everybody can say, I commit, ma. How do I know you commit? You serve Him. And you serve Him only. Three things. An amazing thing is this. In the context of this passage, the children of Israel responded. So the Israelites put away, verse 4, away their Baals and Astorites and all their foreign gods and served the Lord only. And can I say this? This is the condition that many of us are in at the close of 2019. We have God in our lives. And I want to believe that all of you without fail, 100% of you, every 2,000 over of you here tonight have God in your life. Obviously, you won't be here, right? But how much have God? God can be at the fringe of your life all these years. And you're wondering what is happening. Wow. Tonight, I want to challenge you. Commit yourself 
return to the Lord wholeheartedly, and what would happen? Verse 5. The first thing Samuel did when the children of God, children of Israel, responded positively so that it was not just something that Samuel said, but he took it very seriously. And I want you to take it seriously tonight. I want you to take it very seriously tonight. And I want to believe that all of you are here not by accident, but truly by divine appointment. So that not only the next year, but the next decade will be good one. Will be one in which the presence of God is there. So what did Samuel do? First thing he did, verse 5, he said, assemble all Israel at Mizpah and I will intercede with the Lord for you. And the whole of Israel, older folks, elders, men, women, children, assemble at Mizpah. Why? To seek the face of God. It's very important. I will elaborate on that. But let me run through the whole passage and then I will go back to it and draw in principles. But the amazing thing was this. As the children of Israel gathered at Mizpah with all the families, the Philistines heard about it. And they came and attacked them thinking that that was their weakest moment, you see. Got it wrong. The enemy got it wrong. The enemy thinks that when Christians pray, that is their weakest moment. No! That is their strongest. And the children and the Israelites attack. And do you know something? Just to cut a long story short, Samuel continued to cry out to the Lord and the Lord gave Samuel the strategy and as the Philistines attacked Israel, Israel fought back at Mizpah and the day the Lord thundered with a loud thunder against the Philistines, threw them into such panic and they were routed before the Israelites. And the men of Israel chased the Philistines out of the country. And this is where I got my mess, my sermon title. From verse 12 onwards, after the great victory, Samuel did a prophetic act. It was not over by any means because the, Israel, the Philippines will come back again, you see. So Samuel did a prophetic act which I want to do tonight. At the close of a decade, at the ushering of a new decade, spiritually, I want to draw every one of us to do what Samuel did. Samuel then took a stone, set it up between Mizpah and Shen, and he named the stone Ebenezer, which means, thus far, the Lord has helped us. It's a very powerful declaration. Thus far, the Lord has helped us to declare that as we close the year, every one of us without fail can say to some extent, Ebenezer, thus far, the Lord has helped you. But it's not over. 
Samuel knew that. So when he raised up an Ebenezer, it was both a declaration of the past and also a declaration of what's going to happen in the future. And what happened was that as he raised up an Ebenezer, the Philistines were subdued and they did not invade Israel again. What? All that he did was to raise up a memorial declaring, believing the Lord has helped us. And from that day onwards, Philistine army could not invade Israel. Did they attack Israel? Yes. But it could not invade. You see, the enemy will always attack you. But when you raise up an Ebenezer to the Lord, it cannot invade your business. It cannot take hold of your health. Look, there are bacteria everywhere. There are viruses in the atmosphere. You cannot cleanse the atmosphere. It will attack you. But it cannot invade your body. There's a world of difference. The enemy can attack, but it cannot invade your home. The enemy can attack, and the enemy did. But from that day onwards, the Philistines could not invade Israel. On the contrary, throughout Samuel's lifetime, the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines. From that moment onwards, because they meant business with God, God fought the Philistines. The Philistines came. How do I know? A few chapters down the road, David and Goliath, remember? Did the Philistines come? Yes! They kept coming. They kept coming. But never, never could the Philistines defeat the Israelites. Why? On that day, Samuel raised up an Ebenezer, declaring the Lord has helped us. It was a watershed. It was a total watershed. And not only that, the towns from Ekron to Gath and the Philistines had captured from Israel were restored back to her and Israel delivered the neighbouring territory from the power. Can you imagine that? Not only was Israel blessed, they were able to help others as well. And I want to contextualise it in a short while. And there was great peace. Let, 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 me, let me now go into the lessons the key is this. If you and I seriously uh, want to come back to God big time, don't play play with God. Understand? And as I share this message, I know it. That what God had did that day at Mizpah, God can do it again for you in a modern context. In other words, at the close of 2019, as we look back at what has happened, we can give thanks to God. But I suspect 
that in many circumstances, in many of your life, the victory is not yet complete. God has been working. God has been healing you. God has been restoring back. God has been giving back what the, the dev enemy has taken. But I sense in my spirit, there is still a lot more to be done. Now, are you contented with it? Are you, are you happy with it? Are you contented with having God only at the fringe? You know, in Edinburgh, I stayed for many years where I did my postgraduate training, where I met my wife. There is a festival in September called the Fringe Festival. You know, the Fringe Festival is not the main festival. The main arts festival is where all the big timers go there. You know? The Fringe Festival is for those up and upstart, you know, those, those, those up and coming uh, 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 actors. It's the Fringe Festival. It's at a fringe. So I'm going to ask you today, are you going to continue to keep God at the fringe? Curious Jerim, 20 years. God was there and yet not there. They had victory, but partial victory. They had restoration, but incomplete. And what happened? Samuel said that if you are serious with God, I'm going to raise up an Ebenezer. I'm going to raise up a declaration and you do it with me tonight. Thus far, the Lord has helped us and we are going to return back to God big time. How? Three things. Number one, we are going to rid ourselves. Come on, let's read it with me. What are the three things as we close the year and step into the new year claiming full restoration of our health, of our family, of everything the enemy has taken away from us and we do not want to continue to growl in defeat and partial victory. We have to do three things. That's what Samuel said. And that's what the Lord wants me to say this to you today. Both here in the auditorium, in the lobby, and in Sanctu. Read it with me. The first thing is, number one, one, two, three. Of foreign gods in our lives. Number two. Number three. Is to remove and the replace principle. Not enough to remove, but we have to replace it if we are sincere with God. We need to commit and serve. But you say, Pastor, in what way? In your own way. And what will happen? God promises in 2020, I will deliver you out of the hand of the enemy. And I will give you peace. So can I encourage you, as we close this year, and the very fact that you are here tonight, I commend you. You could be in any place celebrating with all the revelers outside, but you choose to be in the house of God. And I want to believe that even as you hear this word, 
take it seriously, your partial victory will now be total. What God has started, He will complete. The key is this. I want to do some promotion. Gather together to pray. The first thing the children of Israel did, they gathered together to pray. Tomorrow is a public holiday. On Thursday morning, 6 o'clock, we gather to pray. Friday morning, 6 o'clock, we gather to pray. Before you go to school, before you go to work. 6 to 7.30, we gather to pray. And then on Saturday, we anoint the children so that they have good results for the exams this year. And it's not play-play, huh? In a short while, I'm going to share with you a fantastic testimony of how, honestly, God will bless your children. In a short while, I'm going to share it, okay? Amen? All right. So what I'm going to share, what I share with you today, take it very seriously, understand? Huh? Because this is the Word of God. So I don't know how it will pan out in your life. But you think through. You think through what you were before, where you are now, and where you want to go in the next year and next decade. Don't remain the same. Do not just put God at the fringe. Bring Him back to the center. And when you begin to do that and raise up at Ebenezer, the Philistines will be subdued and will not invade your territory. Now, what do you mean by that? Let me elaborate on this. It means to say that the enemy will now have no hold on your family. It has no entrance into your home. It will attack you, but it will not invade you. It didn't say that the Philistines did not attack Israel again. It did say the Philistines could not invade Israel again. There's a world of difference being between being attacked and being invaded. You know what I'm saying? The enemy can attack you, but he has not invaded you. You have kept him at bay. And throughout the whole of Samuel's life, how long was that? Whole of Samuel's life, 80 years, uh, two generations, uh, the Philistines were kept out of Israel. And it will be the same for you. If you really want to return to the Lord big time, get rid of your allegiance to foreign gods, whatever the foreign gods may be. Commit yourself to God. Serve Him only. God promised to you is this. You can have attack. The flu bugs are all around one, no? But it will not invade your body. The enemy will try to, 
to fracture your marriage, disrupt your home, cause havoc in your business. They will attack you, but they will not succeed in invading it. Understand, you know what I'm saying about? Come on, let's give God a clap offering. Whoa! Tonight, we raise up an Ebenezer. It is a watershed. The choice is up to you. The choice is up to you. Let me just carry on. Everybody say Ebenezer. What does Ebenezer mean? One, two, three. One more time. What does Ebenezer mean? So can I say this to you now, even as I draw the lesson and contextualize it to us personally as well as collectively as a church. You know, I want to believe that even as we take this seriously, total victory will now come into our life. The Lord will restore back to us the years locusts have eaten. What will happen is that our enemies will never invade our lives, our family, our country, even as we get to pray for a nation. We are able to push back the enemy away from our lives in our entire lifespan. Not only are we able to do that, we are able now to move forward and conquer territories as well and also help others. Isn't it amazing? We are now able to be strong enough to help other people. And I, I want to say this even for our church. When the Lord gave me this message to deliver to you on the 31st of December, 2019, I'm also thinking about what's going to happen to SIBKL. We just celebrated our 25th anniversary. It was a wonderful time. But I, I know it is not over. By no means. There's still a lot more territory to be, to be conquered. You know what I'm saying? A lot more lives to be touched. A lot more souls to be saved. A lot more families to be supported, helped and, 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 and mended. A lot more work to be done. But I know that even as we begin to be faithful to God, and I said this before, the next 25 years would be more glorious than the first 25 years, amen? So this is the promise that God has given to you and to me. So, so let, let, me, let me conclude this segment. So what is God saying to us in summary? Tonight, let us declare unapologetically, it is the Lord who has helped you. Not you're so clever, not you're so brilliant, the very fact that we are here tonight is because of God. Understand? So, raise up an Ebenezer. Testify. Declare it. Raise it up unapologetically. The Lord has helped us so far. But it is not over yet. And Samuel knew that. We want to convert partial restoration to full and complete restoration. Don't you want that? What for you want to be partially healed? What for you want to be, to be, to be, to be have partial restoration 
and go back again. Like a yo-yo, you know what I'm saying? No. When you and I begin to do this, God will then continue to be with us, all right? And we must do three things. Two zero, two zero. Tell yourself, in your family, in your marriage, we want to rid ourselves of any allegiance, any semblance of allegiance to any foreign gods. We want to commit ourselves wholeheartedly back to God. And we want to serve Him only. And you do that. As the Lord has done to Israel during Samuel's lifetime, the Lord will do this to us in SIBKL. Let me pray and then I'll do some review for the year. Join me in prayer, those of you in the lobby as well, as well is in Sang 2. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to thank you for the word. That we want to take you seriously. That today is no different from any other day. It just so happened that according to the Gregorian calendar, Lord, it's the 31st of the year. But we know that spiritually, it is important that even as we step into the next decade, according to the Gregorian calendar, we don't want it to be the same as the last 10 years. No. No. Father, we, 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 we want to be with you. We want to have complete victory in our lives, in our family, in our health, in our work, in our career, in our vocation, in our businesses. So that Lord, whatever the enemy has taken away will now be fully restored back to us. So God, we lay claim on this, Father Lord, and we know that even as we do this, you will, you will do your part and fulfill your promise. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you in advance for what you're going to do in the new year. We bless you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Now God's people say, Amen. Let's give God a clap offering.